Welcome to the scariest week of our life. It's Halloween week, and it's the last week before the election. So it's pretty spooky. Oh, and COVID's going crazy. So welcome to Deconversion Therapy. And the podcast. (laughs) We have to tell you it's a podcast in case you're somehow reading a transcript of this from one of our rabid fans who just (laughs) transcribes all of our words. Yeah. You know, I do transcribe it now, but I don't go back and correct it. So deconversion therapy has been uh, transcribed because it's like a automatic transcription thing to T conversion um, tree. I mean, it's all crazy. Anyway. Oh, it I'm takes Karen. like voice to, to text. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a program. Yeah, that could be dangerous. Um, it is. Yep, that's Karen talking right now because you're going to hear a lot of me. I'm Bonnie. Yep, and we're scary, all right. Boo. Bonnie's going to take the wheel, like just like Jesus, uh, today to talk about. I'm going to be the co-pilot, also like Jesus. No, no. That was God is my co-pilot. That was the sticker when I was a kid. God is my co-pilot. And then do you remember the coda to that in in school? I mean, in a a church? God God isn't my my co-pilot. He's my pilot. Oh, oh, you just have to put it in there, don't they? Yeah. Like, oh, you get a great, nice bumper sticker. Some youth minister has to go, <laughs> not quite good enough for us. We're evangelicals. <laughs> Speaking of sex, well, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so let me let me give you a bit of a rundown of what I did yesterday. Yesterday was one of the first days that since March that I have done anything and felt a little bit normal. Right. And yesterday must included. Nice. Yeah, it must be. Yesterday included doing paperwork at six thirty, then getting ready. And leaving by like 8.30 a.m. to drive over to the west coast of Florida from the east coast. And this involved traveling on a two-lane highway. And that's not two lanes going the same way. That's one lane where if you're behind a tractor trailer, you are stuck. And then all the people in trucks are mean behind you, you know, getting on your ass. I'm like, then go around me. Feel free, go around me. I'm terrified. Because then if you go to the left or right, it's swampy. Yep. And then on the other side of the swampy stuff are farms, tons of cows, but it's not that sweet pastoral, oh, we're going through rolling hills and a bunch of green land. It's just flat green cows, hogs, turkey vultures eating dead things on the side of the road. Can I say what my two favorite things are on that road? You're talking about Alligator Alley? It's not. It's just some stupid-ass street that goes through the farmland of Florida. Well, I think I'm thinking of Alligator Alley, but my favorites were um, to the side. There would be signs so you don't drive off saying Deep Canal, and people would go (laughs) and graffiti out the sea so it's deep (laughs) anal. And then (laughs) the other, I remember. That's my favorite kind of graffiti. It is. Omission it of works. one letter to make something funny. Send Ugh. us those. We'll post them. I love those too. Um, and then the other is 
in my Jesus Freak days, I remember driving that, listening to some cassette of praise and worship music, and <laughs> seeing and interpreting. I'm going to say this. It's humiliating, but I know people out there did the same. Interpreting the electrical line things that were shaped like crosses. The poles. Were Jesus and God showing me their love. Yeah. Because I am now the center of Jesus's universe <laughs> and therefore the electrical system in the United States. <laughs> so y'all, it is Halloween time coming up and I didn't know until last year when we did our Halloween show last year that alt Halloween is something. And by alt, I mean alternative to Halloween Christian stuff. And, and that includes yeah. say that you don't have kids, so you didn't have to shuffle them around to all these weird trunk or treats at Catholic churches and all that. But <laughs> did you go yes. to those? Oh, yeah. And then um, fall harvest parties at this right. one mega church was yeah. really pretty good, except for the Jesus part. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, come for the candy, stay for Jesus. Uh, <laughs> stay for the ween. So, God. yeah, last last episode last year, we covered Jesus ween. Jesus ween. That's right. So just briefly, if you don't know about Jesus Wayne before Bonnie takes it away, it was an idea started by some guy as an alternative, and it didn't take off, but the bumper stickers and the advertisements will live forever. Um yeah, so I didn't know that there was an alternative to stuff. And and while I don't have kids, I worked at a store in Manhattan where we would have to get candy because the kids in New York went to the stores to trick or treat because we were less likely to be creepy and poison them <laughs> and more trustworthy, I suppose. So I saw my fair share of, of Halloween trick or treaters, which was cute. Yeah. Um but I was always promoting Satan when I did it, uh, when I provided them candy. And we're going to um, have the COVID spike of all spikes oh. next Monday. So enjoy I thought that we would after Memorial ache. Day, you know? I think we did, didn't we? Oh. We've got one now. At this point, it's just a Wherever. big blur. Oh, um, okay, so I'm going to send you some. Or no, I sent you something. I sent you some... Um, visuals to deal okay. with this is my favorite favorite thing um uh thank you jesus a man dressed as jesus christ gives bread to homeless on halloween this is okay, from last is this year video oh yes yeah. i love yeah. him okay so tell people what you're seeing i love this and i've tried to put it on our instagram so the guy is dressed as Jesus, long white robe, red sashy thing. He's got the hair. <laughs> he is very white, so that's how what? you know it's the real Jesus. <laughs> that's right. And then I guess he's on some kind of hoverboard that right. has asbestos all over it to make it look like a cloud. Right. And Oops. he's holding 
a loaf of... A baguette. <laughs> yep, he's got a baguette, and he's uh, pulling it apart and actually handing it to homeless people. Right, who are in these alcoves. This looks like West Hollywood, if you ask me, um, but like storefronts of stores that are no longer open. Yeah. So they're hanging out in these alcoves, and he's just he's just tooling along on his cloud. <laughs> See, I would follow him. I know. Let's see. Okay, so he... Oh, no, it's in Arizona. Okay, so it says, Jesus Christ went viral on Halloween night after a man dressed as the Lord and Savior was spotted in Arizona floating on a cloud and passing out bread. So then, after doing this research, I moved on to finding... um, I think I clicked the image button for the Google search. Mm -hmm. Okay, I don't know why, but there are T-shirts out there. And here they are. I sent them to Karen. The first one, to me, is likely not condoned by the Walt Disney Company. It's three crosses. One's harvesty gold and one's orange and one's green. And it's got Mickey Mouse sitting on a bunch of leaves with pumpkins left and right. And it says, fall for Jesus. He never leaves. Leaves, get it? So leaves, so not funny. It's so hilarious. I love it, and I'm getting it because <laughs> what I like is the realistic uh, pumpkins at the foot of the cross, Ugh. which we all read. <laughs> it was a uh, harvest year. It was hard. This is a horrible shirt. Two um. thousand. What was it? Year zero. So it was year thirty zero. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did they know it was year zero? Um, <laughs> So go to the next visual. This is another T-shirt you can get. (laughs) (laughs) So this is like a, um, what do you call it, that you put pins in? Oh, like a little voodoo doll? Yeah. It looks like a voodoo doll, but it's called Zombie Jesus Ate My 2020. (laughs) And it's, oh, it's like they've knitted a small, it's all knit body. So there's no waist. But look at his wrists. His wrists have a little bit of red yarn, and so does his side. Oh, it's awful. I'm not sure what's over his mouth. It looks like a Hannibal Lecter. I know. Oh, I guess that's the zombie part. Right, right. Zombie Jesus ate my 2020. (laughs) Um, The next one is just stupid. Man. What the hell? What does it even mean? Okay, so it's we've just got, throwing them all onto one T-shirt. It is. So we have, um, we have a pumpkin, Jack Lantern, a giant pumpkin, giant on a sweatshirt. It's obnoxious. So picture <laughs> the giant pumpkin, but then carved into it is a cross. But then you see little shadows of in the background. Like a zombie, <laughs> a silhouette of zombie hands coming out of a graveyard. Yeah. And then it's Jesus take the wheel in <laughs> Halloween font. There's not even a car in this picture. There's not a car. And then, but it has the scary stuff. So yeah. is it pro-Jesus or uh, It's just slapping everything that anybody would buy for a holiday. Yeah. And like, oh, if we take the Jesus, take the wheel off of this and the cross off of this, we have one shirt. 
if we put this on, maybe we have a whole other market. So it's it's the whole Carvel cape that's a whale, and then you flip it, and it's Santa. Right. Good idea. Fudgy the whale. The next one is just... (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? Okay, I I land where Bart Ehrman does because I listen to him. Uh, he was huge in my deconstruction. He's a scholar at Duke, and he's written about, you know, the Bible, what was true, what was said, what wasn't said, what was copied, all that. Read him. It'll change all your beliefs. But he is on the side that he believes Jesus was a historical figure, like existed, but of course wasn't the Messiah. So even if Jesus existed on any level and he came back and saw this shirt, right? <laughs> I think there would be a mass murder. It says, Jesus is my boo. And then it has a white ghost smiling next to it. A little but friendly I ghost. It's the friendly ghost. Is it's Jesus the holy a ghost. ghost? <laughs> is it holy? Is it... <sighs> But just to say that Jesus is your boo, which usually means your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your lover, it's kind of gross. Gross. Yeah. I mean, it's worse than saying he's your co-pilot. There is an article that I found, and the title of it is Nine Halloween Alternatives. Oh. Nine. They Nine. couldn't make it to ten. <laughs> and you'll understand why when you hear what they have included. So it's all the usual, like, have a harvest party, have a pumpkin patch, blah, blah, blah. So here are the three crappiest options um, from best to worst. You can look at the visual that I sent you. Um, It says, have a Noah's Ark party. (laughs) So You know what I'm thinking of. (laughs) Dead kids everywhere in the water. Yeah. You drown kids (laughs) or... If anyone's late, you just close the door and lock it. <laughs> close the door. Or fall. Um, so the picture that I sent, they've got all of these little animals cut, you know, cookies cut in the shape of animals. Yeah. So that's part of the Noah's Ark party although that that one on the bottom left what is that a fish that's a fish but the one on the bottom right is that a triceratops (laughs) it's either a triceratops if that's the way you pronounce it or a bunny that is the same size as an elephant (gasps) oh there you go could be a large Uh, bunny saying bigger than the camel look how tiny the camel is right and then the turtle is just really a volkswagen bug with a little something knob red flintstone feet um (laughs) okay so it says a noah's ark party could either be planned as a church-wide event or one you could host for neighbors and friends. Oh, okay. um, read the account of Noah's Ark in Genesis to get inspiration for your planning. Uh, no thanks. <laughs> God. Did you bring your sister? Because you're going to have to have sex with her. Kyle, Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, okay, the the second to the worst option is creative witnessing. <laughs> no, nope. <laughs> uh, so in the visual, they present a, a tombstone that says oh, nice. known unto God. I don't know how that pertains, except Halloween and tombstones, I guess. Uh, so it says, another idea is to make Halloween a night for creative witnessing. Some Christians go all out for Halloween, turning their front yards into graveyard scenes. The gravestones are engraved with scriptures that prompt uh, visitors yes. to think about death and eternity. Ooh. This type of creative witnessing usually sparks questions <laughs> at various opportunities to share your faith. So... I guess the person just has to put up these tombstones and then sit in their yard ready to be like, ready to answer questions. (laughs) Were there questions? Kids, look how exciting this yard is. Oh, I'm going to make you read. I'm going to make you ask questions and then I'm going to (laughs) answer. Okay, then the worst, and this is option number nine, which is why there's no 10. (laughs) Have a Reformation Day party. What? Exactly. So on this one. (laughs) Whites only. Let's clarify that. In honor of Martin Luther nailing his famous 95 theses to the Wittenberg church door on October 31, 1517, Mm -hmm. some Christians hold a Reformation Day party as an alternative to Halloween. They dress up as their favorite Reformation characters, play games, and engage in trivia challenges. One suggestion is to restage the diet at Worms or the debates between Martin Luther and his critics. Oh, man. That's (laughs) off the hook. I'm going to bring Jesus my boo and get lit doing a critical debate. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I like how they say some Christians do this. I'm like, "Mm, a very slim, slim margin a little tiny bit of them the ones that don't believe in technology so we're never (laughs) gonna see a picture of it the the ones with no friends i'm sorry (laughs) oh that's awful that was mean no anyway okay so uh the last thing i'm gonna leave you on is is a bit of truth and this is in honor of witches and shit like that i'm currently reading eric clapton the Guitar God. Uh, I'm reading his autobiography. So Very. this is not a biography that some random person wrote with secondhand information. He wrote this himself. What? I'm stressing himself. this because gotcha, of what gotcha. I'm about to tell you. Okay. I'm prepared. I saw him in okay. concert. Is Shut he the up. one that sings Lola? Lola? You mean Layla? Yeah, her. Fucking hell, Karen. <laughs> this is Eric Clapton. <laughs> I, the so guitar that, that he played Layla on uh, and recorded it with whatever went for almost a million dollars. Okay, anyway. So that's how big this guy is and you asked if he sang Lola. That's well, okay. I went to his concert. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it was the last one I went to and I'm like, eh, I'm done with concerts. And we even had really nice seats because it was, that's how my husband talked me into it. Because it was like someone who knew someone who knew someone type thing had like a box seat. And we went 
And uh, that's it. Um, and do you know that he refuses to sing Layla in his concerts? I'm like, that's the one I know. So, Are you sure? Yes, this positive. Is, that sounds very strange. Yeah, he didn't. He doesn't. There was a time that he decided not to and because that was the whole thing. People were discussing that. And I'm like, all right, all right. See, I'm going to destroy your only happiness. Oh, the only no. thing that's getting you through COVID. Here <laughs> no, no. comes Karen. <laughs> Don't you worry. He's done it himself. First of all, first of all, the book is like, it's like he's on a mission to apologize to everybody for everything he's done wrong while he was on drugs and drinking. Uh, yeah. So it's like, hey, if I owe you amends on my 12-step program, just buy this book, and it's all in there. Right. I'm not going to go to you guys. I think we that before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then, okay, I couldn't remember who said that to me. Okay. So for, you can delete that. That's just fine. That's fine. So so as you all know, I've been reading Eric Clapton's biography. <laughs> if you listen to us maybe last week or if you listen in the future, you'll find out that I've been right. listening to this. So on my trip across the state yesterday on this long-ass street, you know, I'm listening to Eric talk about going into rehab and the first time it didn't take. And so... He talks about going and getting together with this other woman who he found beautiful, uh, you know, while he's cheating on his wife yet another time. And, and the lady gets pregnant and yada, yada. And then they break up and then he wants to get back together with his wife, who he he gets obsessed with these women. It's right. not just relationships. So after he wins his wife back a couple times and she starts dating somebody else, he's obsessed with her again. And meanwhile, he's got like, Maybe two children at this time from other ladies that aren't his wife. One she didn't know about. I don't remember the chronology of events. So he says one day he gets a phone call. And this is way back a long time ago before the whole cell phone thing. And maybe somebody could have gotten hold of his cell phone. Mm -hmm. uh, so he gets a phone call from some woman with some kind of an Eastern uh, or Eastern European accent. She says that she knows about all of his drug use and about uh, the children that he fathered, not with his wife. So apparently at that time, it wasn't something that was known in the press. And so he was intrigued and he figured, okay, I don't know who this is. So she knew so much, he decided he would listen. So she gets around to explaining that she had magic potions for him. And if, mm. she, if he used these magic potions... And said certain, um, uh, say, what do you say, sayings, incarnation, incantations? Yeah. 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 At midnight, that this would win his wife back. So uh, one of the things that he agreed to do and did do, he got into a bathtub filled with herbs and soaked that's in nice. that. That's okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's that. nice. Done. Okay, so when a random stranger calls you, <laughs> what if okay, I, okay, done. What if Eric Clapton's ex comes <laughs> knocking at my door? So he said uh, he gets out of the bath and it left him looking like the creature from the Black Lagoon. Okay, so the second thing that she told him to do was to cut his finger and with the blood smear his name and Patty's name on a cross. 
and that would get them back together. Do, do you do that too? Sure. Do you do that too? No, okay. That's disgusting. I know. That's and scary. um plus I just don't feel like he was in the place in life where he properly sanitized whatever he cut his finger with. You know? Yeah, yeah, I don't know where yeah. I don't know how Probably he got the blood it. out. Um so every time that he would do this and read the incantations at midnight, he would call Patty, his wife, the next day to see if she treated him differently. And so he tells this woman, he's in England, by the way, while all this is happening, and the woman who's the witch or whatever she is, is in New York City. Of course. So he calls the woman and said, listen, this isn't working. As though somehow he expected it right, to right. work. And she said, okay, well, come to New York. I'm going to need to see you in person to give you some more powerful spells to cast. So he get he gets over to New York, gets together, and sees her. And so they talk about what other spell they're going to do. And she said, well, I've got one that's really powerful. It's going to involve sleeping with a virgin. And he's nope. like, it's New nope. York City. Where am I going to find a virgin? <laughs> I thought he would maybe say, <laughs> no, that might be a crime. So the way I have to get. So, that. yeah. So um, he's like, where do I find a virgin? And she goes, well, I just happened to be a virgin. <laughs> oh, and that went. So he does it. No. Yes. Oh, my God. And that's why I had to say before, like, this is his autobiography, and he writes in here about this. So um, guess what? It didn't work. Um, In addition, (laughs) this woman, I mean, this is like the, the, the prologue or the postlogue, whatever, epilogue to all of this. This woman... Uh, kept his phone number and then a little while later got in touch with him again and said, I need some money. And he said, okay, which was like feeding a stray cat. So then she needed more money again. And then he, I think, uh, cut her off. And then she had somebody fake some pictures with her in it and some pillows in a bed and put in the tabloids that she was pregnant with his child. And he was worried, but then it was proven that it was a fake. So that, um, but he deserves that. He deserves all of it. I know. I mean, at the end of the book, he talks about how he finally, you know, surrendered and said to whatever God he felt like he was talking to that he needed help. And then, you know, at the end of the book, he turns his life around, but he really embarrasses the shit out of himself. In this book. Wow. But so, that's, um, I mean, that's good. That's what we want. He doesn't have to do that. He doesn't no. know anyone. No. But that keeps it a page turner. Yeah. So now, isn't one of the women that he loved and broke up with and wrote Layla about your love, George Harrison's wife? wife. Yeah. So he was in love with Patty. Boyd, okay, who was See, married to George Harrison, and um, and then he tells George, "I have to tell you, I'm in love with Patty." He's like, "What the hell's going on here?" And then he gave it up, and eventually she broke up with George and decided when she heard Layla that, oh gosh, this guy really must like me. 
So they're together? Then they got married and stayed married for like 10 years. After right. they got married, he promptly started, you know, cheating on her. Fucking so. around with, yeah. With yeah. groupies and stuff, yeah. But, <laughs> um, man. Yeah. But anyway, well, I just thought in honor of Halloween, a nice witch story and yeah, blood exactly. and writing your name in blood. And I always like to remind people if a group of teenagers or one teenager comes to your door, one, tell them it's COVID, go home. Two, if they're not dressed up and they're just holding a grocery bag and you right. don't want to give them candy, <laughs> do it anyway. We have no idea the people who this is one of the only things they'll be eating, especially now in COVID. Like it's always air on the side of, you know, helping someone out. And if a Snickers bar does it, for God's sake. Give I would say Snickers also bar. air on the side of making them go away. Give them a piece of candy and they will leave. Yeah. Yeah. Deny true. them a piece of candy. You know. Teach them could how be. to make the candy. <laughs> okay, I have one more thing to tell you. Uh, so uh, the whole reason that I drove across the state yesterday was to see a friend who I've known for a long time who got a brand new puppy. And this dog is going to be sweet. like 65 or 70 pounds, but right now she's not even five pounds, so she's itty-bitty. Wow. Yeah. So she's little, and she's so cute and tiny, and she bit my hair. And so they were telling me once they got the call that they were approved to get this puppy, they went through a breeder. They drove up to one of the Carolinas. And being one of the Carolinas, they get there. And guess what? The guy who owned the house, he's a pastor. And um, and yeah. other people in his family were pastors. I'm like, they had so many pastors. How do they have a congregation? <laughs> Each house is just four people. I'm like, yep. It's, yeah. <laughs> this it's is our church. just his family. So... <laughs> So she said, in the goodie bag that they send you home with, it was a little collar and a leash and a bigger collar so she can grow into it because she's going to grow pretty quickly. You know, treats and a little toy and a Bible. A, a whole Bible? Bible, yeah. And it's leather. It's classic mahogany leather touch. So I, I, she, she, I said, did you really get a Bible? She goes, yeah, I'll show you. So she hauls out the bag, takes it out, and I'm like, I read it, it says like Holman, HCSB. I don't know what that means. Christian Standard Bible Text. So because it wasn't the King James Version, which I realize, you know, there's some people who it's only King James or nothing for me. Um, underneath HCSB, I thought it said like, um, like Unitarianism or something. <laughs> and then I realized it just says ultra thin. <laughs> it's this nice little compact Bible. But it wasn't one of those that's like the size of your hand where it's only the New Testament. No. It's got it all. It's got it all. Words of Christ in red. But please, it's compact. Please tell her to let the dog chew it. Send them a picture <laughs> saying Fluffy loved this toy the most. We hope everyone has a delightful Halloween, and please 
tag us in your photos and we'll repost them on Instagram up in the story because I don't care if you're home doing your own thing. Go ahead and put it on Instagram and tag us because we like um, ingenious costumes. And dressing up at home probably is fun. I used to do that when I was a kid. These are adults, Bonnie. I know, but Halloween you just is all took about a swipe at our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> but but who but needs that's why it's something. fun because you're being like a kid again. Yeah, you need something in your life. So do whatever you gotta do. And that's it. And we will see you next week on the week that our lives will change one way or another. Yeah. Other than that, vote out the <laughs> shit pile. I mean, don't be a shit pile. Bye. <laughs>